Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Big Red and More podcast. I am T-Bird, and with me, of course, is Jaden. What's up? And Sean is out tonight, so we brought in a uh, fan favorite of the podcast and fellow, um, I guess, frequent frequent flyer on on the pod. What's up, Double B? Well, I'm a less pretty face uh, than Sean's chinchilly lace, so uh, not, not much. Just hanging out. How about you guys? Well, uh, trying to get over this horrendous Purdue loss, um, man. Trying to get excited for the Ohio State game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, boy, that was a doozy. Adrian just looked like absolute dog shit in that game. Um, yep. That might be that might be putting down dog shit. And no offense to to him personally, but the way he played, uh, <laughs> it was not good. So, at what point do you? Yeah, he threw four interceptions. What point do you just say screw it? Let's let's try something else. You know, go with Logan Smothers. Well, I think that's that's the problem that we all, <clears throat> as fans, are dealing with with Frost is. He's he's too loyal to Adrian, and he won't make that call. Yeah, I think I think the time to make a, a move, and you know maybe not even for the season, but for the rest of that game, might have been after the third pick. You know, at least give Smothers or whoever the number two guy is going to be, give him a series just to number one calm Adrian down, number two see what might be on the table for the rest of the year next year, or the rest of this year and into next year because. If Adrian comes back, I, I don't see anything changing, to be honest with you. Well, and I think he's afraid to pull him because he even said um, after that one game he was afraid of getting after him for that one play because then it gets in Adrian's head and he f- goes out and feels like he has to play even more hero ball and then ends up making even more mistakes. And so it's like, I don't know, I'm so confused. Okay, so did you see Scott Frost ripping his ass on the sideline? Yeah, for yeah. not trying to get that first down. Yes, and well, it's not even that. It was more than one time he ripped his ass. So, I I want to see that. Do you mm-hmm. not? I, yeah. I mean, I want him to say, "Hey, you fucked up. This is what you did wrong. Let's fix this." And he was doing that throughout the game, but yet nothing came of it. Yeah, you know, that's a good point. I, I liked I liked him getting his ass chewed. I come from the era where we got our ass chewed. And that, to me, you know, at the time, it felt like we were getting picked on. But in the end, you know, as you get older and you learn, it's it's the coach gives a shit about you and wants to get the most out of you. And, you know, that, that one pick that he threw, like, right to the dude on the screen, I mean, I'm the glad he threw his ass out on there because it was like, what, what are you thinking, dude? And I just yeah. don't know. I just don't know with him. It's... I came to a conclusion, you know, I've been a Frost uh, supporter and, you know, I've seen the progress and I've been, you know, sticking up for Adrian because at times he is Superman. But, the, you know, the last two games, you know, kind of made me open my eyes to as Adrian Martinez goes, uh, Scott Frost is going to go and so goes the team. So here's the problem with Adrian, in my opinion, he does great up until about the 20 yard line yeah mm-hmm. so we struggled to score i mean a team uh what are, what are we top top 20 offense is that 
Yeah. Is that right? So, something like about that. 20, yeah. Something like that as far as yards per game, yards per play, et cetera. But yet we can't score. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> call me crazy. Maybe we should just bring somebody else in. When do we get to the 20? Bring somebody else in or yeah, I don't even know. It's clear as day that when that when that defense tightens up on him, he uh he's not ready. You know, um, no. it's kind of like it's kind of like um how the a coward was saying this how the Niners gave a blueprint for uh, the Cardinals and Kyler Murray, right? So basically, Bosa and Armstead in that game um, both just kind of like stayed the course on their ends and kept him kept him to the inside, right? And he won't mm-hmm. he won't push up into the middle. Actually, it wasn't Coward; it was somebody on Cowherd's podcast. But anyways, um, and so they're like, okay, so I think it was uh, Sanchez saying it. So anyways, now you look at what the Rams are doing, going and getting Von Miller right to go attack that other side with um, Leonard Floyd, right? Mm-hmm. So they're kind of following that blueprint. Well, I think that's when I when I heard that, I was like, okay, so that's basically the same thing with Adrian, right? You keep him to the inside in that middle, specifically when he gets inside that 20, he he can't really run to the outside. And yeah, Adrian can step up and run up in the middle when he needs when he when it's open. But when it's not open and he feels that pressure coming in, he panics, right? And then he starts starts kind of throwing some some wild shit out there. And I think you're kind of seeing the same thing with Mahomes a little bit too this year. So it's they're all kind of falling into that same category where it's shit. They're finally they're finally taking away all the all the things that I can do. You know what I mean? But it's been going on with Adrian for far longer. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah I I agree with you. Okay. You know, an, an, another thing too is uh, I just don't know Frost play calling inside the twenty is suspect too like like okay if the running game if the running game's working you know all the way from the from the opposing 20 to you know to the red zone 20 but we get down inside the 20 he just he doesn't go back to anything that works he it's almost like he panics and he's in his own head too Mm -hmm. i think yeah like both of them are just trying to you know we've said it before they're both trying to do too much and overthinking the entire situation but you know, who was it that came out and said, I think it was Newelli, and somebody asked why they got away from the run game, and he was like, well, we got behind. And it's like, motherfucker, you were down by a touchdown. You don't throw out your running game when you're only down by one possession. Yeah, you don't even throw it out when you're down by two possessions. Yeah. Did I, you guys hear what Austin Allen said also? They asked him after the game against Purdue, why did you guys go away from the running game that worked so well? And he said something to the effect of, you know, we had script, kind of like we had a script or we had all these plays in the playbook and we had to call them. Meaning meaning to me that they had to run plays just because they had them versus run the plays that were working. And if that's true, then that's totally a coaching issue. I mean, yeah. you know, you have all these plays at your disposal, you know, at your fingertips. If something's working, shit. In high school, our coach, we'd run the same play five, six times in a row until a defense stopped it. Right. And I even remember yep. what Zach Weger talked about in the 95 season because they would tell the defensive linemen, like, hey, we're coming right at you again, you know, and they'd yep. tell them what they were doing. And if it worked, it worked. I mean, I think Frost is just – he's just still maybe being too cute to be – just to be cute. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. You know, you 
You look at college, you know, from high school to college to even in the NFL. If a play's working, they're going to keep running it until you stop it. Now, mm-hmm. granted, you'll see that more in high school uh, the most and then the second most in college and then the least amount in the NFL because the NFL, you know, they're pros and they can adjust. But mm-hmm. in college, definitely still, though, you you definitely see people doing that. Hell, fucking Minnesota did that. I mean, pretty much, pretty much any Big Ten West team that, quote-unquote, we should be beating all the time and shouldn't even be on our level – they all have the blueprint to beat us, right? It's run the ball for fucking three yards at a time, take your little short short dump throws, you know, convert most of your third downs, and when you, and when you do have to punt, you get good punts to change the field possession. I mean, it's all about eating the clock on us, just little runs, little runs, little runs, death by a thousand paper cuts on us, and it's and we just can't seem to figure that out. That's a whole. And that's just on the defensive side of the ball. The offense is just a whole other we, we fucking know, plethora well, of problems. But, mm-hmm. Were you going to say something, Jaden? Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, we have – okay, so everybody has figured out – has figured us out. And they, it, it's the same thing. It's the same thing every game. But yet we don't do anything to – Change it. Um, change to it. Count the counter yes mm-hmm. right so they they know what we're gonna do and yet we do not at all try to uh go around it you know let's do it. i don't even care if they do you know trick plays or something to get out of their funk or whatever you want to call it when you know when we're struggling and it just makes no sense to me it's like you, you know what they're doing. You should be able to figure it out. Well, you know the thing about <clears throat> Nebraska too that that I've kind of noticed too, and, and it started maybe in the Minnesota game was you know how they really controlled the clock. You talked about you know death by a thousand paper cuts, and I think what they have figured out is that Nebraska's offense. It's kind of like when Chip Kelly was coaching the Eagles those offenses need to get a first down or two to kind of get the rhythm and get going. So if you can knock us off of, you know, knock us off of that, that first rhythm, possession steps, we're screwed. Yeah. And then throw on top of that, we have a false start or a holding or whatever. Then we're behind the chains and then we're just, we're fucked. I mean, then Did you text it to me? All right, let me look. Oh. So the most crazy stat I just read from Saturday's Nebraska game is 279 in Nebraska's 399 total yards of offense came on first down plays. They had just 120 yards on all of second, third, and fourth down plays combined.
top 16 offense or whatever we were, and then maybe top top 26 defense. And there was a list of all these other teams that that were in those within those parameters, like top 20, top 30, or whatever. And all these other teams are like you know, except for. Uh, Coastal Carolina, there's like four or five teams that are, are ranked. Coastal Carolina has only lost one game, and yet here we are at three and six. And it just – the numbers don't add up to what you're seeing on the field. No, the no, the numbers do not add up. It doesn't help that, we, yeah, we have played, what, the top uh, – what, uh, Michigan State, were they three? Mm-hmm. Mich- Michigan's – I don't even know where they're at, but Oklahoma's top – Five. Uh, who else have we played? That I mean, we pretty well got screwed on our schedule. But yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, a lot of those games we should have won. Yeah, I don't like hearing that whole schedule talk. I mean, that's if that's just that's par for the course. You know what I mean? Like, you never know how good teams are gonna be. you know, like just like NFL strength of schedule by halfway through that year, that all oh, that shit's flipped. You know what I mean? Um, by the way, um, for anyone needs to know there, there's about 20 seconds. I picked up my phone to check that stat and you know, the little dongle that connects to the mixer, it went out mm-hmm. for, it got disconnected for like 20 seconds. So, oh man, that was the golden part of the, podcast. I know, I know, but I plugged <laughs> it back in. So, Anyways, I just figured I'd, if you guys hear it so later on, don't don't call. Silence. Don't not necessarily silence. It was just like I just see my levels go way down. I was like, oh, what's happening? <laughs> so if you That's guys funny. hear that, uh, if you're list, ever listen to it, don't don't panic. I guess by hearing this part by now, you already know. But anyways, continue on. You know, I uh, I don't know. You talk about the numbers not adding up and. You know, ultimately, you know, we, we've been come, I don't know, the season's kind of been about moral moral victories, and I hate that stat, too. But it's like, you know, talking about the schedule, we play who we play. You can't help yep. who you play. And when we schedule a team, you know, how, how far out do we schedule these teams? You know, just because a team's good now, they could be shitty by then or vice versa. Right. You, know, you have to play who you have to play. And, and, and T, you talked about, you know, uh, we should beat Purdue. We should beat Minnesota. We should beat this team. That team. Maybe, maybe that's a problem too. Maybe not only us as fans need to quit thinking just because there's an N on that helmet. We should beat these teams. I mean, maybe we need a dose of reality, and you know, we shouldn't just beat anybody. Well, I, mean, I think it I should think, be one game at a time. I think to rebuttal that, um, a good point I heard on uh, Sam McEwen's Pick Six podcast was. You know, talking about the sellout streak and all that dying, it's um damn it, I gotta look this up on my phone again. Hold don't worry, I'll make sure oh, it doesn't for God's sakes. Don't there goes the dongle. I'll make sure it's fine. Um <laughs> so it said, um let's see. I basically Frost and this team are are losing the fan base by embarrassing us as fans. By losing the Illinois, Minnesota, Purdue, et cetera, games, like, like they they are embarrassing us as fans to to come and watch them. So, you know, for them to you know, like JoJo calls fair weather, um, 
stuff like that. It's well, at the same time though, like this isn't this isn't like some oh you guys have been good and now suddenly you had two bad years. Like you guys have been no, bad for a, a long, this is a long time. This a long time. Been going on for a long time. Yeah, we're pushing yeah. what nine years of this, eight years of this. So it's like you know now the, the now these players these players are getting paid now they're not you know yeah. they're not amateurs to a point to a certain point right and like but it's one thing for you to have like two or three bad years and this fan base has been showing up for how many years mm-hmm. after, exactly. after of this team straight up embarrassing us as a fan base and like you know you can say I'm a shitty fan and all that if you want but you. This this university is damn lucky that there is not anything else in this state sports wise to attend. So we were having this discussion in our Discord group chat the other day. You know, like we have a buddy that lived up in uh, Michigan, right? And when Mich- Michigan was giving away free tickets when you bought a Coke, <laughs> right? Like when they were down and out, they were giving away free mm-hmm. tickets when you bought a fucking pop, right? So. And, you know, for them, it's like, okay, well, you got the Lions, you got, you know, the Red Wings, you got Michigan State, you got, plus, not only that, you got the basketball teams. I mean, there's there's yeah. more stuff to do, right? So you have to, you have to keep those fans interested in you. Well, we don't have that here. And Nebraska's damn fucking, that university's damn fucking lucky that we don't. Because, I mean, one guy in our group chat, he's like, fuck, I'd rather go to a fucking Tri-City Storm hockey game than go to a Nebraska game. Hey, that's right by my house, dude. Right. (laughs) Well, revert, revert. If we were, uh, say, this team was USC, how many people would show up? Right. They don't show up when they're winning, hardly. Exactly. I mean, and that's another thing, too, is, you know, like, it's not like, I mean, Maybe sometimes this year, you you can find like a ten dollar ticket or whatever, but it's still a nosebleed. Like, no no other major um, university that's in, in this big of a slump that we are is still charging hundred and fifty dollars, two hundred dollars for fucking tickets, or even eighty dollars for mid level tickets, like. Yeah, I'm telling so, you, they want, are damn fucking lucky wanna, for this fan base to stay. I don't want to, yeah, for stick around for as long as they have. I don't want to hear that fair weather shit because they're showing up. All the fans showing up. Yeah. I mean, T, me and you went to the Northwestern game, when, right? You know, we would we were talking a, what, a week earlier. We we're gonna start rooting for somebody else, but yeah, you guys, we were. you guys almost talked about selling your tickets. I remember. Yeah, that. we almost. Yeah. Almost but didn't even want to we, fucking go. But we you know, went. I, I'm to the point now that I say this, even though it, it won't be this way, is uh, I don't even know if I want to watch this shit Saturday because Ohio State's just going to fucking, they're going to pummel us. But, you know, I might be under some illusion that, hey, maybe we might play like we did against Michigan. Maybe we might play like we did against Michigan State. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I'll tell I'm... you what, that fucking stadium will be full, at least for part of the game. I mean, I have no problem. Yeah. I have no problem watching the game on TV, and I don't think anyone else really does. But I mean, as to say that people are sellouts for leaving the game at the stadium, one, the seats aren't even that fucking comfortable. So no. to charge that fucking much <laughs> no. for my fucking back to hurt, you better be fucking winning the goddamn game. 
Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just I don't I I'd really like to see what they're gonna say too when when they're getting blown out by Ohio State and the stadium's empty. I mean, I don't need, I really don't think have they come out and said it's officially sold out? No, uh, I really don't. I, don't I, think so. I think I don't think it is until they I think give it away. Go ahead. <laughs> I I think this is going to be if if I think this one's going to sell out just because it is Ohio State. And then what do we have after that? Uh, Wisconsin by, and then Wisconsin's at away, and then Wisconsin's we got Iowa. At Wisconsin, and then we got Iowa at home Black Friday. I think this one so does. We, I think this one doesn't so sell out. Have, Iowa does. No, this one they're both going to sell out only because one it's Ohio State and one, uh, the other is Iowa because everybody wants to. Yeah, fuck whether, Iowa. Regardless of our uh, record. They want to see us beat uh, Iowa. Right. I, I just don't know if we're three and eight and it's cold and shitty and I got a chance to stay home and watch it versus drive down there and watch them fucking somehow pull it out of their ass against us again. I mean, or all of a sudden they have a breakout offensive game. I don't know, but I agree with you. It'll be packed, but I'm getting to the point where I just don't know. I mean, this is the first year in a long time where, where these losing games hurt, you know, before, you know, you know how I was before the season started. I was like, I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid. I didn't do it last year and I didn't do it the year before. And it's all because I, I see, I just don't see it in frost, you know, and, and that hurts me to say that because I, I like him. I want him to succeed. I want him to be, to write the next chapter in the great Husker lore, but God damn, <sighs> I, I'm having a hard time seeing it, to be honest with you, right now. Do you, do, do you realize he already has half the amount of losses that Osborne had in 25 years? Yeah, put that in put that. that that's a freaking telling stat right there in itself. I mean, yeah, I wish, people wanted to people wanted to get rid of Osborne when he couldn't beat Oklahoma. I mean, yeah, like, I, I wish I could have had one more person, like, you know, because you only can call two or whatever on your phone. I wish I could have called a third. I would have called JP on tonight. And ask him, you know, okay, so so the rumors are out there, right? And honestly, today it's not looking good. Um, day by day, it looks like it's getting worse for Frost and company um, staying on past next year. So whether – I'm not here to talk about whether you want him gone or not. Let's just say hypothetically he's gone after the year. You guys seen that list that I threw out there? What are who are some of the candidates that you guys are thinking about? Realistically, me? on your wish list, yeah, either one. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see your list. You want me to send it to you? I I well, saw the list. Uh, it was in Discord. It was in. To be honest with you, I don't think. Okay, so we're playing. We're playing that he's gone. I, first of all, I think he gets one more year, and he's got the caveats that something's got to change. But whether he's gone this year, whether he's gone next year, I don't think the next coach, no matter who it is, is going to be the one to get us back to anything. I think we might go back to the goddamn carousel, okay. and I think this might be the way it is. All right, where maybe, maybe once in a while we win nine games, maybe once in a while we upset some top five top 10 teams maybe once in a while we get to the you know the big 10 championship but i just 
I hate being a downer, but it's just kind of what I see. Yeah, it's hard to be up right now. Okay, here's the list. Coastal Carolina head coach Jamie Chadwell. Um, Husker fans would love talking themselves into a spread option. UAB head coach Bill Clark took a program from non-existence and has yet to have a losing season with them. Alabama OC Bill O'Brien, Big Ten experience plus the Nick Saban School of Rehabilitation work for Lane Kiffin. Georgia DC Dan Lanning, young from the Midwest, leads the top defense in the country. I don't know if he'd be interested, but you never know. Georgia OC Todd Monken, yeah, his head coach record isn't good, but only because he left USM for the NFL right as the turnaround was working. There's a serious untapped potential with this guy, and I'd love to find out what he can do. Oregon OC Joe Moorhead got a raw deal at Mississippi State, and I think he'd work out better than the last Oregon offensive coordinator we hired. Michigan OC Josh Gaddis, young coach who knows the conference as well as anybody. Boston College head coach Jeff Halfley, former Ohio State D.C. who plays the ugly style of football that works in the Big Ten. Virginia head coach Bronco Mendenhall, dude knows offense and has plenty of solid head coaching experience. Not he has sure. a great name. Yeah, not sure if he want to leave, but you would likely do well here. Uh, Louisiana head coach Billy Napier, going to be a hot commodity for good reason. Four straight winning seasons at non-traditional power. Ole Miss offensive coordinator Jeff Levy, young coach already getting power five looks. Could be worth sending a few feelers out to him. Baylor OC Jeff Grimes, uh, this dude's fucking good at his job. I think Iran does a bit of pie in the sky, but Grimes has made every offense he's ran hum. So looking to the guy next to him could work. Three more here. Fresno State head coach uh, Callan DeBoer, only two years of FPS experience, but 77-8 and eight overall as a head coach is very tempting. Texas A&M, D.C., Mike Elko, one of the best coordinators in the country, hands down. If we want to look for defense first, he's your man. And then uh, Jaden Marks, Mark's fucking dream pick, Jeff Monken from Army. Ooh, I don't know about that, but... You know, and one of the things we have to remember, too, is if, if he gets shit can this year, how many other jobs that are probably more appealing than Nebraska are going to be open. So <laughs> you might have to temper some expectations on who's available. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to get a splash higher, obviously. Um, and maybe we don't need, your, maybe gonna, we don't need a splash higher either. I don't know? think so either, no, but no, I think, no. I think like JP said, you take higher. somebody that knows the big 10 though, or, I would take any one of Saban's assistants. I don't care if it's a fucking special teams coordinator. I would take. I do not want Bill O'Brien. I do not want. Him. I don't I want Bill O'Brien either. I think he trouble. I don't want Bill O'Brien, but like, I just I would like a guy that came up under fucking Saban, even if he's like a running backs coach or wide receivers coach, just somebody that knows how to been around that fucking culture so so somebody who has seen him coach yeah and just knows knows how he runs his day-to-day shit you know what i mean well and then and what's ex- what's expected of a coach and then yes. he could pass on those expectations i get that yes what about 
What about Chenander, or is that too close to Fry? No, that I've read that on a lot of Reddit boards too about maybe just promoting chins. And he's probably gonna be, he's probably gonna be a head coach someday soon. To be honest with you, I mean, could be. I would be okay with it. Not gonna lie, I'd be okay with it. And then why? what about what about? Okay, go ahead. Well, yeah, why? I mean, I know I I'd, I'd be okay with it too. His defense, okay, so mm-hmm. our defense is not bad, and it's been progressing ever since Frost took over, so it's gotten better and better and better every year, but the problem is our offense has gotten worse and worse and mm-hmm. worse. Do you think if Chins oh. got promoted, he'd keep Lubbock as his OC? No, I'd hope not. I well, don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe the issue with Lubbock is that he actually can't be an OC. That's what I'm saying. Scott mm-hmm. Frost. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Scott Frost is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's. I he, was just thinking that one of the reasons I like Chenander is because the defense is down per se, and then he doesn't mess with offense. So you know, you get that O coordinator there, just like you're saying, and then that guy actually gets to run that show. So then, if Chins becomes the head coach, do you make Fisher your DC? Does he coach? He coaches, line, he coaches linebackers or no defensive backs? Okay, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what you would do there. Most likely, if Chins took over, it would be pretty much. I would say fifty percent attrition. Yeah. Uh, so you're gonna you're gonna be looking at. I mean, I think I could see Barrett Rude staying. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Dawson. Dawson, but in Fisher, I don't know about whether Fisher would take over or not for the defense mm-hmm. coordinator. I, it, it might be one of those situations where kind of like Blaney, uh, he might call the defense, sure, and let the and let you know the offense of coordinator do their right thing, which I, I would be okay with because obviously we won nine games every freaking year at least. And, and- and does defense lend itself more to the head coach also being, you know, defensive coordinator duties versus, you know, to me, when when the offense is off, it's very apparent. But the defense would still be I think it's a little I think it's a little easier. And I don't know if this is a simple, a simple thought, but to me, it seems to be a little bit easier to coach defense or to get one established than, yeah. you know, all these different offensive schemes. I mean, mm-hmm. just from all the football that I, you know, I've watched and played back in, you know, throughout my life. But yeah, no, I think I would agree with that. But I think, I don't know, man. I think, I think you keep Lubbock as the OC just for a year, just to see what he does without Frost, just to see if it's the same or if it's different at all. You know what I mean? If he's willing to make in-game adjustments as far as personnel. You know, I'd I'd be really interested to see how that would go for a year. Well, okay, so I feel like uh, a lot of the things holding back Frost is Adrian Martinez. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but okay, okay. Now listen, that's that's he's Adrian Martinez is not holding Scott Frost back. Scott Frost is holding Scott Frost back. By being because because by, he won't by being so yeah. loyal. Adrian's not holding him back. He's holding himself back. That Adrian's not the one telling him, "Oh, you can't bench me." He's the fucking head coach. He's the one making fucking five million dollars a year. It's his fucking call. 
So no one's holding him back but himself and his fucking stubbornness. That's true. Now I get that you put it that way. That's yeah. true. But I get what Jaden was saying too. So so the problem the problem with our offense is, and everybody knows it, it's number two, correct? Yeah. I mean that's a main. You know, uh, who was it? Uh, Nate had a good comment uh, today in our our little Twitter group chat where he talked about you know maybe Adrian. Everybody thought the whole time that Adrian was struggling because of the crappy offensive line, but maybe the way he plays makes the offensive line look bad. Yeah. You know, have you ever thought of that? Yeah. yeah. Who was it? Um, who was it that was it? Kind of like when they were talking about Aaron Rodgers not playing within the game script, Jaden. You know, Aaron is kind of one of those guys that when he had McCarthy, he wouldn't go within the game script, right? Like he kind of came back to it with LaFleur of playing, you know, within the coach's scheme and everything like that, within the play scheme. But before then, he was just – Can you blame him with McCarthy, though? Sure. Yeah, but the freaking Cowboys are looking good this year. Or is that Kellen Moore? That's Kellen Moore. Um, But I'm trying to think – Maybe we get him as a coach. Hey, no, these NFL guys don't want to come back down to college. I'll tell you that right now. They don't. The only the only time an NFL guy goes back to college is when they fail in the NFL. If they're True. if they're succeeding in the NFL, they stay in the NFL. So, but I'm trying True. to think of more guys like that. Um, there was another one where, um, God, I can't think of it. But there's offensive linemen talking about how hard it is to block for the for the scramble quarterbacks to just want to take off and run every little chance they get rather than letting the play develop and stay within the pocket um god i know aaron Rodgers well, was one of them I'm, I'm trying to think of who the other one oh i think it was people that blocked for rg3 well it's probably for freaking uh for the dude at baltimore right now too oh, I'm Lamar. Sure it's not easy i mean yeah you know i mean yeah, Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, uh, but Adrian, at times, he he doesn't want to run. You can tell. Yeah. So. Or holding on to the ball too long. Not taking what's given into him and waiting for the home run every time. Here's the problem. I mean, there's so many times wide, wide receivers or tight ends are wide open. He just totally misses them. Yeah. He, you know. Yeah, you, you can look at the game film. The all I mean, twenty-two it's just, film. It's like, uh, what the hell? I mean, he was wide open. He was in your line of sight. Why didn't you throw it to him? It, it's even like on uh, third and you know uh, uh, third and six or something like that, and he could have hit a, a crossing route for an easy first down, but yet he wants to throw it deep where somebody's freaking double covered. It, it just makes no sense. And, I, I, uh, I'd never want to take the guy. I'd never want to take the kid pheasant hunting because he obviously would not know how to leap a pheasant <laughs> to uh to, to to knock it down. You know, hey, he just, if it flies, it dies. Just, B. Yeah, once it, yeah, it flies, it dies. But he he's shooting behind by the time the ball gets there many a time. So yeah, no, he just um, it's just a it's just one of those character traits that you know by your senior year, your you know, or your fourth year, whatever. You're you're not gonna change. It's just who you are. You've you've clearly had enough years to try and teach it out of them, and it's not gonna happen. So, 
He's just one of those guys that's just not going to take the just not going to take the easy one that comes to him, you know, like in the NFL, I, I'm sorry I keep referencing the NFL, but hell, even a good fucking college quarterback that ends up getting drafted, it's it's not about the biggest arm. If you had the biggest arm, then Aaron Rodgers would have all the Super Bowls and not Tom Brady. You know, Dan Marino would have had all the Super Bowls and not Joe Montana. Like, it's not about the and big he, arm. And Eli Manning would have never won a Super Bowl. Right. It's it's all about you don't go broke taking a profit, right? Okay. Take, take the five to fucking ten yards that they give you. You don't have to fucking so, Tommy Armstrong. Of, sorry. Do you think any of this falls back on Verduzco? Absolutely. Oh yeah, I do. I do. I was off. We we've all been off Verduzco before the season even fucking started. So that's not any new news on this podcast. Yeah, well, he he's so, something. Well, you would think during the game, you would say, "Hey, this guy, you 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 know you know how they have those uh you know tablets and say, hey." This is what you missed. How many times did you ever see Adrian but, looking at a tablet on the sideline? Never. Exactly. Uh, I mean, do do so, we have them? Do we have them? I guarantee Nebraska, we have. I, guess I'm so. not, I, don't, I would think so too. We we got we got all the technology in the world, right? I mean, I don't know if he does. But he's not, on, he's not on the he's not on the phone, you know, with the red phone from somebody upstairs either. So right. Well, that's because Verduzco's goes on the sideline now. Easier to hit on the moms in the in the front. That's like, dude. I was like, so gonna like, say would that. Would you not? I mean, would Verduzco not say, "Hey, this guy was wide fucking open. Why didn't you hit him?" Yeah. I don't think so because if he did, it'd either be changed or somebody else would be in the fucking game. Wouldn't you think? Yeah, you absolutely. Think? <sighs> yeah, I just he's making freshman plays as a four, fourth year starter. Yeah, I mean, it's, again, you know, to the point is we don't see them trying to make any, it's just, they're playing like we did when we were backyard football, only backyard football, we didn't really take plays off, you know, you kind of went right into playing defense or whatever, but like, or even middle school, high school ball, like you just went off to the side and thought about the shit you did wrong, but even then you had a coach over there talking to you, like, for them to just go sit over there by themselves or even just only talk about it with, with the pads that we have now and the technology, it's just it's sickening to me that they don't do well, that. Well, yeah, every, every time you see Martinez on the sideline, he's just kind of – he's got his helmet off and just sitting there. Now, to be fair, now, to be fair, we see this with every NFL quarterback. How many college quarterbacks do we actually see doing this? Am I just – Am I just unfairly comparing this to the NFL, or do you guys know of college quarterbacks that actually go sit on the sideline and look at the the previous drive? Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't. I can't. Here, here's my problem. Home. Here's my problem is as soon as Nebraska loses, I'm out for the day. I don't want to watch college football anymore, which is, you know, six times out of nine right now. <laughs> so I, I really don't notice. Yeah. I do watch. I do continue to watch often, but I just, I guess I've never, and and maybe if they do, they're not showing it, you know, on camera. I I don't know. I wonder if that's only an NFL thing. It might be. Yeah, but still, still, when they have a coordinator upstairs, because where's Lubick at? Is he upstairs? Yeah. He's upstairs. 
he could say, hey, on this play, when we had that, you know, when the defense lined up in that formation, we had that, you know, we had a shot at that skinny post or whatever. And mm-hmm. you missed him. He was wide open by, if the linebacker's here, then that, this should come open here and, and you missed it. I mean, and shouldn't they run these plays enough and, and do these concepts enough in practice over the last four years to get a feel for what's going to be open and what's right. not going to be open? Yeah, you, you would think. It's just frustrating, fellas. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's not good. Well, it's not looking good because at this it, uh what we're looking at now is three and nine because Oh for sure. Let let's think about it. We got Ohio State, Wisconsin, Iowa. It's not yet. Yeah, it's the most realistic outcome. Yeah. It, I mean maybe four and eight is the best outcome. Would you agree? I don't uh, even see any moral victories in any of these outcomes. And I know we don't like moral victories, but I don't see us having the effort that we had against those teams earlier this year. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't they're, they're, yeah, I, 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 I don't think we're going to see this team come out driven. Um, if you come out flat against fucking Minnesota and Purdue – why? The, I mean, just and then you come and I'll actually be more pissed if they come out fucking pumped up for Ohio State. Like you fucking scumbags, where the fuck was that at earlier in the year? Is this gonna be one of those? Oh, let's go fucking win one for the fucking Gipper so he fucking keeps his job. Well, where the fuck was that at fucking Minnesota week? Like I'm just so fucking. Yeah, I'll actually be more pissed if they come out fucking fired up for these last three games. Like, well, that'll so piss are, me you, off. are you gonna be? Are you, are you gonna be pissed? I'm just gonna be Ohio fucking State? pissed no matter what. Really? <laughs> yeah, I don't think you'll. I don't think you'll be pissed either because it's not gonna happen. Yeah. No, it's not. I just, I don't know, man. Like, I think, I, <laughs> the way everything picked up this week, um, with the media. Like the actual beat writers are like, I don't know, man. I think he's done. You know, like, like that's not good. Yeah, but a lot of them assholes are the ones that are, you know, kind of almost like rooting for him since they wanted to fail. I yeah. think. I mean, so it's like they're kind of getting what they wish for. It kind of feels like everybody. I think the Omaha. I think fail. the Omaha ones are like that, not the Lincoln ones. Yeah. Well, what uh, Green, uh, Chancellor Green, came yeah. up today, I think, and said, "Hey, we'll discuss where the team is headed." Uh, what did he say? At the end of weeks. the year, pretty much at the end of the year. Yeah. So, I guess I don't know. If we go three and nine, I mean, how do you that's keep gonna them? Be tough. That's going to be tough. How do you keep them? I mean, everybody was freaking out when. Uh... Okay, Frank went seven and seven, and he made the staff changes. Yeah, and then he goes nine and three, and they fire him. I mean, that kind of maybe maybe that's where the freak out is. Maybe they should have fired him at seven and seven. I don't know. I re- I really think they give Frost one more year with staff changes. Um, but I tell you what, say say that say they get rid of him at the end of the year. I mean, our re- our recruiting cycle is already just abysmal who's going to transfer here 
I just don't know how you how you. We're going to lose guys. Guys are going to transfer out. Nobody's going to want to come here. I mean, it's going to be bad. Really bad. It wouldn't have mattered if he won, you know, 30 out of 28 games, you know, in two years if, if the two losses are against Ohio State. I mean, but it's tough. The Big Ten, I think the Big Ten is, it's more than, you know, everybody thought, well, I, I don't know that I thought we were just going to come in and, and run shit, I, you know, because I, I watched a lot of football, but it's tougher than, it's tougher than people think, and for sure tougher than where was Frost at with UCF? Was it the uh, All-American or whatever? I mean, yeah. even even the quote-unquote shitty teams are, have got players in this league. So It's a, it's a tough league. It really is. Uh, maybe we need to get up. Maybe we need to get back, get to boring football, so to speak. I mean, there's a reason why Iowa has th- quote-unquote thrived. There's a reason why, you know, Wisconsin, you get the big uglies and you run the ball and it's boring, but guess what? You're not getting the shit kicked out of you every year by, by a team you should be. Well, yeah. I mean, we, we have, we're, we're getting close because we're, you know, Scott Frost, when he first came in, uh, you know, it was going to be the, uh, we're going to score and score fast. Well, he obviously figured out that it's not going to work in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we have actually, I mean, you remember, he used to go for two, uh, I mean, go as fast as you can. And now we're one of the top teams in the league as far as time of possession. Because mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's taking his time. He, he's figured it out. He, well, he has started to figure that out. Do, do you guys think that quarterback, if we had a competent quarterback right now, because that was something that Porter talked about today too, was we are, because we have the receivers, we have the tight ends, we have the running back skill positions, and the line's improving. Do you think that's really all, you know, is that is that what we need? Yeah, yeah comes I, think, I think we need an accurate no. passing quarterback. No, that's we what need we need. To score, literally, all we need to do is score points. Right. And I think I think it. we score points though when we have an accurate passing quarterback. I don't yeah, I don't think I a agree. run a better runner than thrower quarterback is our answer. Who do you think that is? Reese Mooney. <sighs> Reese Mooney is not coming here. He's gonna. Yeah, is that is not, that coming down anymore. the pike? Is that he, coming down the pike from anybody? Uh, I what think it's supposed Taurus to be in like kid? a. It's, Torres, Torres is committed. Though? Mooney's Mooney's for the year after that. Um. Shit, Raiola won't even come here probably now, and his dad played here. No, he's definitely not going to come here. Um, he's going to Georgia. Um, <laughs> well, can you blame him? I don't think Mooney's going to come no. here now. Um, but like I, I'm telling you, like like when we were recruiting Torres, I was, and even Harbor for that matter. But like 
I like I like somebody who's a better thrower than a than a runner. And I I I mean, there's a couple plays there in that game where, you know, accurate passes won that game for us. Torre. Um, no, don't even go there. Yeah, so you're talking about that bomb. Who, who, no, Lubick, Lubick, Lubick even came out, though, and said Adrian could have thrown a better ball. No, well, I think it was 50-50. Torrey even came he out had it. He, said, it, hey. it, hit, it hit his hands, right? I mean, he hit his hands. It hit his hands, but he slowed down because he lost it in the sun. I even told you that. Yes, I, and I, Lubick, I guarantee. Yes, and Lubick said the same the thing sun. that I said. He said Adrian could have thrown a better ball and got it closer to him because there wasn't a defender on him. He could have put a little more air under it. I agree with that. But it, you hit him in the hands. Well, they hit him in the hands, yes. But Torrey slowed down because he lost it in the sun. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you okay? So I'll give you one. There's there's more than one throw in that game that Adrian should have thrown better, and we would have scored points on. Omar Omar yeah. dropped one. I'll give you that. Omar dropped one that he shouldn't yeah. have dropped. But. I'm telling Austin you, Allen should have caught one that w- uh, shouldn't have been intercepted. Right, accurate throws though, accurate well, passes, yeah, because consistent. Like, if you got to jump for the fucking ball, it's 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 not a good throw. Correct. Unless it's a fade in the corner of the end zone, and that's a pur- the sure. purpose of that. Sure, you there's know? always exceptions to the rule. I'll yeah. give you that, but for the most so part. What, so what about? Does anybody know? What is what is Joe is Joe Ganson coaching football? Can he be a quarterback coach? Um, I know I some know, people right? talk about Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor will here. never come I mean, here. That's not happening. But you know why can't we get why can't we get did Vers? I mean, you can't tell me Vers Verduzco played any kind of football. I mean, by the looks of him, he doesn't look like he ever played football. No, he looks like he coaches uh, women's softball or whatever. No offense to women's softball, but that's a Sean Digg. Or gym class, or, or yeah. I mean, why why don't we get, you know, really? What what is what is Gans up to? I mean, is, would he be curious to coach? I mean, I don't even. I'm just grasping at straws anymore. I think everybody is. Yeah. No, I'd be if they fired Verduzco and hired Gans, I'd be all for it. I mean, that's that's another thing you got to think about. Okay, nobody knew what what we had in Gans. And was it because Keller got hurt that Gans came in? Or am I thinking it might yeah, that's Gans, right? That came well, in. Yeah. Well, to be fair, they uh during the uh when they were doing uh pre I don't know if you want to call it preseason, but uh their uh uh fall workouts or mm-hmm. fall practices, uh Callahan even said that the the race between Gans and Keller was pretty tight. So they knew what they had in Gans. And so it it's just it, worked out. But and it's the same thing though. Like you know, we've seen we've seen uh, Logan play a little bit, but do we really know what he has? You know? I, have I don't know. Perfect... He's pretty. He's very decisive. He he yeah. He picks. You know, like he sees a route or he knows he the takes routes, it, and he takes it. He I have. It. And isn't that one of the biggest things with Adrian? Is he he just sits there and takes too long? He was he was a lot. He Logan is like Adrian is freshman year, a lot more decisive, yep. right? And that's yes. 
you know, and then obviously Adrian got away from it. But here is the perfect quarterback coach to hire. I I have it, guys. Who's that? The okay, throw god. No, the throw oh, god. No, no, no. Harrison Beck. No, oh my god. I mean, you guys are seeing what he's doing on TikTok. He's electric. I, I'm not a TikTok yeah. guy. Dude. I'm, I'm a grandpa. I'm not a TikTok he's guy. He's electric but, out there. So he, he throws it into a net. You know how many times it probably takes him to throw it into that net? How many takes it takes? Electric. Pure electricity every <laughs> time. He's got the confidence. He's he's. Well, mean, he has confidence. Yeah, but he hates, <laughs> doesn't, he, doesn't he hate Nebraska, though, pretty yeah, much? I mean, absolutely. Yeah, he, he pretty much. Yeah, he hates Nebraska. So he probably likes well, Nebraska right now. Like, what's going on? He probably loves it. Well, I'm sure he does. He's probably loving every minute of it. I remember I was at that Kansas State game when he he got his red shirt pulled back before they couldn't play four games. And he came in and the crowd was was electric and he didn't really do much. I mean. He went one for ten. He went one for ten. (laughs) I don't don't know that he was a true five star. I think a lot of those recruits Billy C got. He was friends with that Lugan Bill or whatever that guy's name is. Yeah, and I think he kind of helped doctor yeah, up, uh, up some of his uh, recruits, and and that that goes to show you how you know we talked before about three star versus five star. Like it's all semantics, and and it's all who maybe the city you're in or who covers you, or it's all bullshit. But I would still like to get a lot of five stars, but I don't see that happening either. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, we're in a tough spot right now, guys. Really tough spot. <laughs> like, what's the point spread Saturday? I haven't even I I haven't even cared to look. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing seventeen and a half, maybe. I think it's fifteen. 18? I haven't looked either. I think it's fifteen. I don't see how it's not more than fifteen. I don't either. Yeah. I don't I either. Probably just because of our stats. Yeah, there we go again. <laughs> you know, most numbers, I think I think you know, most, I think most of the Vegas guys go off of analytics. Hold on, let me look this up. I need to see. You know, I've I've gone I've gone through the gamut of emotions this year. You know, I uh, I got grounded from that other podcast because I was. <laughs> "Quote unquote negative, and then, and then as the season wore on, I was like, God damn, I'm, uh, I want to be on this Kool Aid train, and you know, getting excited and getting hurt, and then just almost like it's, it, it really is a Groundhog Day movie. I mean, it just really okay. is. So I, I got the spread. Uh, go ahead, guess. What I say? guessed, I guessed uh, seventeen and a half, eighteen. I, I said fifteen. Oh, you were the closest. It's 14 and a half. Yeah, I think it was 15 at one point. It would probably get over, a little closer as the game the game approaches, I'm sure. Over under 65. So they're going to score like 50? <laughs> so what they're saying is, yeah, pretty much uh, 50 to 15. And that would be no. like a typical uh, Nebraska-Ohio State score. No, I think they're... They're talking like thirty-five to twenty. Oh yeah, sorry, thirty-five twenty. If it was thirty-five to twenty, the way we're playing right now, I'd actually be halfway not totally pissed, and that's sad. I'd be pissed. <laughs> I think I'm just gonna be pissed no matter what. 
I mean, shit, last week we had to battle back to get within a one-score game, right? I mean, <laughs> well, yeah. To be fair, we probably should have won both those games. Should have won Michigan State. Yeah, you know, you can go on and on. Yeah, for four years. What's the record now? Uh, is it five and is it eighteen in one possession games or uh five and nineteen? Yeah, there we go. I mean, they uh, what did it, they said no team has ever. Okay, so this year we've lost six games by one possession. And uh, the most ever has been seven in a in a single season. So we still have three more games left. Yeah, we are. Uh, we're, we're record breaking. All right. You know, and we just never thought it'd be this kind of records. Yeah, no, not not the good records. <laughs> so if we if we within the next three games lose by a possession twice, we will break that record. Well, I think that's not going to happen this week. And Wisconsin, no, pretty... was, Wisconsin, you don't know. I mean, which, you know, is Wurtz getting – or Mertz, Wurtz. Is Mertz getting better all of a sudden? Are they finding their groove on offense? Or... No, no, no. Their, their defense is uh, better than Georgia's right now. Damn. Yeah. They, they got the number one defense in the nation. Where's Iowa's defense? But, but it doesn't really matter because our offense – even when Wisconsin has good defense, we always seem to find a way to get yards, but no points. So we'll see what happens. It's just, I don't even know. And it sucks to, uh, to, to try to provide content and be positive and be upbeat. And that's why I texted T-Bird today. I'm like, you guys even doing this this week? Because is it either your partner? It's like, who cares? Why bother? You know, it's, <laughs> but I guess when you're a Husker podcast, you have to uh, take the good with the bad. Yeah, you keep you keep going no matter what. Yeah, God, we'd hate to be fair weather fans. Yeah, fucking Joe fair, fair weather podcasters. No, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not bagging on the kid. I get it. I mean, but like you said, they they have to. They better realize how fortunate they are because, you know, I think if you if we sent a message and and the the. The sellout street goes bye bye, and I'm talking about not even half full stadiums. I'm talking if that if that stadium looked like COVID numbers, Frost would be gone tomorrow. Yeah, you know, or like COVID year when the family could come or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And 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 somehow hot mess hot mess Husker was always there somehow, not being a family member, but that's Meg for you. Well, she's an influencer now. She hey, is. Yeah, she's I'm, got I'm, she's got like ten thousand fucking followers. Yeah, it's incredible. That's awesome. Uh, it is. Yeah, it is. T. I was gonna say, uh, the last time we won a football game was when? When we went to the game. Uh huh. Yeah. So remember how come you guys didn't remember what you guys were going? We, well, no, we need a GoFundMe account. Yeah. For us to go to every <laughs> single game. Mm-hmm. Your brother was supposed to start that, and I don't think he did. I would have thrown I would have thrown twenty dollars in per week until I saw the last two weeks. Now I'm not giving you a nickel. Well, you would have kept throwing <laughs> in and actually you probably would have started in throw fifty dollars a week because we would have kept I would have. Yeah, if we won every week. So yeah. 
We're just gonna have to start doing. Right, should, that. We, should we? Should we? Should uh, we get to the game and maybe? Okay. Figure out what everybody's uh, picking. Sure. <laughs> Go ahead. Are what do you have do, to say about Ohio State? Over unders or? I just I just noticed that uh, Rocky Lombardi plays for Northern Illinois. Remember Rocky from um, Michigan oh, State? Yeah. Yep. Watching a little action, action, action. There's, somebody told me like starting Monday night, there's a football game on TV every day until the end of the year, basically, or, or Thanksgiving. I'm not sure. Maybe Thanksgiving. Fantastic. Love football. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Jaden. If you got some over unders ready, let's let's hit them. Oh, let's do it. All let's right. It. Rushing. All right, let's go with uh, Nebraska rushing yards. We averaged 203. They give up 106. So let's go 150. What do we got? Under. I am going to say under also because we're going to abandon the run, even if it works. Especially if it works. <laughs> because we have because we have plays to run, goddammit. I say we're gonna go over. Trying to keep the ball I out of their hands. Yeah, I think we're gonna try to uh, run the clock, you know, and try to keep it out of their hands. So passing offense is two sixty six to 247, so 250. Under. I'll say over. I'm definitely going under. <laughs> <laughs> A whole lot of under okay. in this game for Nebraska. <laughs> um, let's go... Ohio, okay, Ohio, so we actually have a better rushing offense than Ohio State. Say that again. Say that again. Our our rushing offense is better than uh, Ohio, Ohio State. Okay. By two yards, so they averaged two hundred two. Well, it's two hundred one point nine. We averaged two hundred three point four, but average two hundred one point nine. Our rush defense gives up one thirty seven, which is respectable. So. Let's go 160 for Ohio State running the ball. Over. I agree, over. Oh, yeah, you, you know I'll go over. And then their passing offense is sixth in the nation. Yeah. They average 346 yards passing a game, which is outrageous. Which is... Yeah. Our pass defense gives up 211 a game. So 300 over under. Over. I'm going to push. I'm going to go under. <laughs> okay. You, sa- you sounded really. Uh... Yeah. Real confident. <laughs> I, you under. just scratched well, straws. I get it. Yeah. I am. I think I think we'll hold them in check on uh, passing the ball. Well, uh, so it's so tough because it depends. 
are we going to play 10 yards off, 12 yards off the receivers the whole game? Do you think that's what we do? I do, because they're going to be scared to – they'd rather have them, you know, underneath coverage, you know, dink and dunk. I mean, take take the underneath plays and to be scared to give up the long ball. That's the thing. So – a lot of the times when we do that, we do not give up the long ball. We don't. So if they do that all game, I think I think we could hold them 200, 300. Didn't, didn't, we, we, keep, didn't we keep that, uh, that stud from Purdue relatively in check or no? Or did I get too drunk and forget? No. He he still had 100. What? He didn't he have 100 yards receiving? Yeah. David Bell? But, yeah, Bell. But he yeah. didn't seem like he ever torched us, did he? I mean, yeah. He did. Well, he didn't. He didn't torch uh, Cam Taylor Britt when he had big plays. Is when Cam Taylor Britt was not covering him. And why don't we travel our cornerbacks? I don't understand that because if you know what I mean, we don't. We don't. That would be. I think our cornerbacks, easy. from what I understand, they stay on their side of that field. And they they don't travel with the number one receiver. Is that, that right? That makes too much yeah. sense. Why would we I do mean, that? that that makes too much sense to do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they have the number one offense in the nation, number one offensive yards per game, and number one points per game. Great. So you're saying they're yeah. pretty good. They're yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty good. I don't know how they lost Oregon. So they averaged 550 yards a game. That's, I mean, that is nuts. We averaged 470, which is 16th in the nation. <laughs> and they averaged 550. And What's their defense? That, oh, my God. Their defense, total defense, yeah. is 354. We actually have a better total defense than they do. They yeah. averaged 354 a game. We averaged 348. Yeah, it's probably because they get a little bit more soft in the second half when they're winning. Probably. So. But their scoring defense is 19.2, which is 20th in the nation. Ours is 20.3. That's only a point difference. See, this That's is – It makes no it, sense. Yeah. It makes no sense that we are 3-6. and six. It really does you keep telling me these numbers in my mind, I'm like, is it because the Tito's kicking in that it doesn't make sense? It just doesn't make sense. No. We, we shouldn't have numbers like that and guys, have the record we have. Guys, you have to realize, though, they haven't played us yet, so they're going to have their best game in the season when they play us. True. So You know, how, how do you make Ohio State get right when they're already fucking right? You know? Well, <laughs> get them right. right into the fucking playoff rankings. Yeah. Uh, I just so we're we're pretty close on first downs on offense, the two hundred one to two hundred six. That's a difference of five first downs. This it literally makes our time of possession is three minutes over what they average. It just it, literally it just makes no sense. We by, should not be, by every metric we why should. Don't you, why don't you be, compare red zone efficiency? Yeah, there you go. You want their red zone efficiency? Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> I asked. He was it. waiting for. He was waiting for you to ask that question. Okay, so it's ninety-four percent for Ohio State, which is seventh in the country. We are 
78 percent which is 98th in the country can, yeah. can i ask is That's that is that just scoring field goal and touchdowns or or t- you know what i mean yes it's just yes, some that kind is of just time. that is just scoring in general okay that is so going into the red zone and not leaving without points yes so our red zone defense is 87 percent is which there is, 90th. is there a stat that says what our red zone efficiency would be if we made all of our field goals Oh shit! Well, are they having an uh, offense efficiency? It is sixty point three, which is forty second in the nation. Theirs is ninety two point seven, so that's a difference of thirty two percent. They are number one in the country. We are forty second. Yeah. Our efficiency on defense is actually better than theirs. We are 27th, they are 42nd. Okay. Our strength of schedule is way tougher. We are 12th, they are 74th. Okay. Efficiency overall. I don't know how they come up with these numbers, but efficiency overall, we are 63%, which is 45th. They are 86.3%, which is third in the nation. So their efficiency rate is a lot better than ours. Yep. We have. I hate hate football. (laughs) (laughs) But get this. We actually average less penalties per game than them. Ugh. Penalty, How? penalty yards. How? We're 32nd in the nation, bro. We we have gotten better. I'll, I'll give them that. The last, what, three, four games, maybe? Yeah. Two games. We're, thir- we're 32nd in the nation. They're 84th. Damn. Yeah. So we might have that going for us. I think ours are at the worst time is, what, is how they stick out, maybe. Yeah, yeah the only thing definitely. we have going for us is Russian offense, best defense, Total defense and penalties. And oh, time of possession. So we actually possess the ball more than they do. Yeah. Yeah. We average more we average more than thirty minutes a game. And you know, and if you watch enough football, you will notice whoever, you know, whoever controls the time of possession typically wins the goddamn games. All these Generally. numbers it's a it's a freak it's it's so goddamn weird. Really is the more you talk about them, the more perplexing it is. I mean, like you said, if the football if football was played between the twenty and the twenty, we we would be practice champs on the field. Oh well, no doubt. I just don't get it. You guys ready for a score prediction? Oh hey, hold on, T. Remember last weekend we predicted uh, punt return yards. And yeah. we actually did, didn't. We all hit it. Yeah, we all said over six. What was it? I don't think I said over. Did you didn't? I think I pushed. Yeah, the over under was five yards, and we got eleven yards on one return. Damn. That's a uh, watch out. <laughs> when's the last time? Can you look up? When's the last time we returned a punt? Do you know what our total punt return yards Mel. are for the year? Say that again. Our total What's that? punt return yards for the year. 
like a well, like anybody, anybody a calculator? It's twenty five. And how many how many punts have and we returned? We just had an eleven yard return the last game, and our total is twenty five. Isn't that what Mark just said before we podcasted, Jaden? Uh, probably. Yeah, not good. So, no. All right. Yeah, let's go to uh, our sweet score predictions. Who I don't are? even know. I don't even know. All right, I'll take the top off this fucker for I you. I don't guys. even know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with forty-four to uh, twenty-three. Okay. Who? I'm going. With... <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm going forty to twenty. Okay. <clears throat> I'm uh, going obviously Ohio State. I'm going to go forty two to twelve because we are gonna make four field goals. Ooh, oh, ouch. I think we at least that, get one garbage touchdown. Make it nineteen. Okay. Forty four to nineteen. No, but then we'll go for there two. you go. So forty four well, to twelve. Know. 44 to 19 are probably more accurate. Yeah. Yeah. The kicker, you know, uh, somebody made that that point this weekend too. Like, so we can have an open competition for the kicker, but we can't for the quarterback. It should be that way for everybody. If someone's playing like shit, step up. You can't, you cannot tell me that Adrian's the best we have. And I'm sorry. I'm not. He's probably a great kid. He's probably a great ambassador for the school. But you've got to have that uncomfortable conversation with him at the end of the year, don't you? Yeah. If, you, if you want to coach here next year, you do. Look, I think I think if we're getting blown out by halftime, you give Smothers a quarter and you give Harburg a quarter. I agree. Give them each Fuck a quarter. It. See what they can do. Granted, Harburg will probably come in in the fourth. We probably won't be doing shit, so we'll get a lot of garbage time plays, but... It'll light it up. Throw them both in there, see what happens. Fuck it. Watch watch us fucking freak out and play these motherfuckers close, like Michigan. I and don't believe you. I don't believe me either, but, but the way this fucking team is, would it surprise you? Kinda? Maybe? No? It wouldn't surprise me to be honest with you. Just we're just we're head cases, and you know everybody. Uh, mental health is serious. But this is a joke. We're just fucking nuts. We're just a crazy team. We're schizo, and I think it all be it, it starts and it ends with number two. We yeah. our whole team is a number two. Yeah. Yeah. A big old Ouch. fucking hot steaming number two is what it is. I just, Thank God my Atlanta Braves won the World Series last night, or else this whole right, fucking month would be get it. Shit. How many times are you going to say it? The Braves? God. You know how many times I'm going to say it? I get it. Until, until there's a new fucking champion, they're the fucking <laughs> champ. Right? I Who's guess. your baseball team, the San Francisco 49ers? I didn't think so. It's the Orioles, bud. Oh shit! So you know, you know pain. Those are the real dirty birds. So I'm gonna tell you this, T Bird. If the uh, Orioles ever get to the World Series and it's not against the Braves, I will wholeheartedly pull for that squad because 
they have the best uh, fucking baseball caps ever with the white fronts. Yeah, I think the whole nation would pull for them. They're like the fucking Eagles that one year they were in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. I had people coming uh, up to me that knew I was an Eagles fan, like, fuck the Patriots. Not only I would that, it's just the they're, Orioles, they're, not gonna lie. they're never... Well, who, who's, your, who's your team? Cubs, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Well, you're a glutton for punishment, too. I'm you know? always rooting for the National League, man. So you're like an SEC mentality guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> National, National League all the way. Well, the that's, that's like me in the Super Bowl. I always root for the NFC team. Yeah, so do I. You know, in, the, in, the, in the Super Bowl, I'll bet on, you know, I'll root for errors to make me money. So I've, I've made some money off of Brady over the years. So. Yeah, but no, like if the Orioles made it, it's just like, it's just one of those teams that's never there. It's like when the Cardinals made it to Super Bowl against the Steelers. You know, a lot of people were rooting for the Cardinals just because it would be their first one, you know? So yeah. I was I wasn't because I think they beat the Eagles out that year. So fuck the Cardinals. Oh yeah, I was rooting for the Cardinals. Can you imagine? Uh, can you imagine that ballpark in in Baltimore if uh, Orioles made it? That's just such a such a cool ballpark to have that be featured in the World Series. That'd be something. Yeah, I want to go there sometime. Check it out. Uh, not so much the rest of Baltimore, but just <laughs> just the stadium. Yeah, it's uh, I've I, seen the wire. You know, I, you know, I want to get down to watch a Braves game sometime, but you know, it's not realistic. But you know, um, does Baltimore ever come out and play uh, the, the Rockies or do they ever come out and play the Royals? I'm sure. I mean, well, that me and Jaden took our kids to the Royals Orioles game this July. That's the game we went to. We took our kids to a I don't even know who they freaking play. We were down to Worlds of Fun a few years back and. I wanted to go to a baseball game. Uh, my oldest boy did. Nobody else wanted to, but we went as a family. And so we got the cheap sheets, uh, talk, cheap seats up in the right field line, like in the nosebleeds. Yeah. In the middle of the game, this lady goes, hey, smile to the camera and, like, you know, give the number one sign. And she goes, we'll upgrade your seats. So we did it. And they put us back right behind home plate, like eight fucking rows up, dude. Are it was you the serious? Best. It was such a good upgrade because – I don't know. Have you ever been in them cheat seats in the in the right field stands? We were in the left field. Okay, but in the right field, the fucking sun at about six thirty-seven is just drilling you in your face. Oh, really? And Jade, you know the fucking Missouri sun is terrible. That you know, at time oh, of it's year. fucking awful. Yeah. So we got put right behind home plate, and it was in a, it was shaded, and we had like beverage service, and uh, just for was, taking a, a fucking time, picture. So. Say that again. Just for taking a fucking picture. Yeah, we just held up. We held up like a, we held up some like big placard, almost like a, an oversized check or whatever. But it's it said some had something to do with the Royals, and they said, "Hey, everybody, smile for the camera and hold this sign, and we'll upgrade your seats." God I was. think and the lady the lady said to to my wife that they were just looking for a family, you know, like a you know yeah. a good picture. And, was it like a week night? Nobody was there. Or what? Uh, it's probably like a Friday, and we were there for the weekend. So yeah. But I think they were playing some. I think we're they were playing Minnesota or some shitty team. Well, I mean the Orioles aren't a good team, but that stadium, yeah. that stadium was. You know what? So if, if I lived in a town, if I lived in a town that had a team, I would go. Yeah, it wouldn't matter. Oh, baseball's you know? cheap. But yeah, I mean that game we went to it was it was a Saturday evening game and it was packed. I was kind of surprised. Well, that 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 was early in the season when everybody still had hope. In July. Yeah. 
that's what I like. That's what I like about baseball and fantasy football in Nebraska. Well, we used to be able to say for Nebraska, there's always next year, but I think we're running out of next year, fellas. Yeah. Well, fantasy football ain't getting any better. King, uh, no, because uh, my workhorse Derek Henry's gone, so my my team Henry, took a shit too. So Henry Ruggs fucking got wasted and killed somebody. What a fucking idiot! Let's not talk about that, please. <laughs> fucking fucking idiot! Doesn't doesn't each team provide like shuttle services? I'm sure, especially in Vegas. Um, Jesus Christ! Oh yeah, no, no, the NFL provides. Yeah, it's, it's like a yeah. Rogers and I get it. How many times have you have you got in a car like back in the day when I was in college? I know I shouldn't have. Oh, I'm fine. 156 miles an hour. Yeah, that's a little. That's a little different. Yeah, crazy. Rest in peace to that to that gal. Yeah, uh, Rogers lying. Not really lying, but manipulating his words. He said he was immunized. He didn't say he was COVID. How did nobody immunized. catch that? He just said How he was immunized. How did not one fucking person catch that? What's that now? How did not one person catch that? As much as we dissect people's words now, how did not one person fucking pick up on that? He was genius. It was it was great. It's because he's fucking. He's a California dude, and they can, you know, they're like all. Kind of like hippy dippy, and uh, yeah, but usually with those California dudes, they're full fucking, uh, you know, get the shit. <laughs> do whatever the government tells me to, and I'll do it. Yes, yeah. sir. It's no but joke. Get the he poke. was. He said, "Nope, I'm not." Yeah, you know that whole. I don't understand it. Like I'm watching. Uh, I was watching a little bit of NBA tonight in New Jersey, and I think they're pretty stringent on their mandates or whatnot. So, of course, like Kyrie Irving can't play now because he's not vaccinated or whatnot. And the thing that just kills me and just makes me laugh about all this is, number one, it's real. Number two, you know, I respect it. But to see like three or four people wearing a mask in a stadium full of thousands of people where nobody is. I mean, does anybody else think it's weird that it's okay to gather like that, but. If it was so deadly, wouldn't wouldn't more people be dying? Maybe that's for another show. <laughs> no, I totally agree with you. To where, you know, if it was so potent and so bad, wouldn't we all be given N95 masks? Just a question. Just a question. The drunk, the drunk double BS uh, on a Wednesday night. No, if it were that bad, um, well, for one thing, it's a 99.9% survival rate, mm-hmm. for Christ's sakes. Jesus Christ, I, mean, I this, wanted to take a piss this, and this now is, we're it's, on COVID It's getting ridiculous. What's that? I'm glad, I, I'm glad I live where I live, to be honest with you. I said I wanted to go take a yeah, piss and now see. we're talking COVID stats? Yeah. Well, it ain't, it ain't any fucking worse than Nebraska fucking talk. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody say Nebraska football is a fucking sickness. Well, true, and I haven't been vaccinated against it yet. Or maybe against I have. Nebraska, against Nebraska football? Maybe I have, and that's how we're able to put up with it. There you go. We're able to live through it. 
Yep. I just think in the end. I think that's one of well, those things you get when you're born in Nebraska at the hospital. Yeah. You know, in the end, we're all going to be fans. And like I told you guys, like I, I finally saw it the last two weeks where I was a, a stringent, ardent supporter of Frost. And, you know, I see the progress and I still see the progress. But I have to apologize to all those Nebraska fans out there who kept saying, like, dude, something's got to change. And it's just not. I finally saw this weekend that that something's got to change and that that changes Adrian. I mean, it really is. If Ross is so stubborn to not try something different, then he's, he's sealed his own fate. And I finally I finally see that. And I think we can say those things without being critical to the program or the kids. Yeah. So do you think his fate is decided already? Uh, Frost? Yeah. I'm going to say this too, and it's going to, it's going to sound, it's, it's kind of, I think he's back next year, but like, you know, T-Bird said earlier, some, some massive changes are going to have to take place. And Adrian's going to have to put out a letter at the end of the year thanking Nebraska and its fans for all his opportunities and for what he was able to do here and how he was able to grow as a person and how he was blah, blah, blah. But I think he, I think he's going to have to be shown the door without us knowing he's shown the door, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. If he is shown the door, we'll never know publicly that he was shown the door you know and if that motherfucker goes to minnesota as a graduate transfer and just beats the fuck out of us i wouldn't be surprised either i don't think he'd transfer anywhere in the big 10 that'd be my worst nightmare i heard someone today say that he just he just wants to go back home to california not not necessarily like to play football or anything, he just he just wants to be done at Nebraska and just. Go well, back he's home. not a he's not a pro, he's not. No, 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 no. Not just like just like we all knew Luke wasn't a college quarterback. Right. True. Yeah, I think at this point you re- really can't coach those characteristics out of him. No. So. Yeah. And it doesn't mean I don't like him or I, I don't appreciate what he's he's given his his all, but maybe his all's not where we need to be. Not what we need. No. So so tell me tell me this. Do you guys think Frost is back next year? I hate I'm, talking about I'm this on the every week. Do you think we're three and nine? I definitely think we're three and nine. That's where I'm on the fence. If we're three and nine, I I had I struggle to to think that he would be back next year. I really do. Mm-hmm. I did. struggle to think that he's not back next year because I struggle to think of who we would get. Let that sit in for a minute. And that's just it. So do we just, do they bring him back just because it's better than who it could be? 
I think I think like to what Sean alluded to a couple of podcasts ago with all the other job openings. Mm-hmm. There's well, maybe it wasn't Sean, maybe it was somebody else that said this year's a bad year because of all the other job openings. Yeah, I think he brought that up. Well, it doesn't matter. Every year you're going to have job openings. Yes, you are. I mean, it doesn't matter what year it is. Are you going to sit there and continue to be 3-9, 4-8? Or are you going to take a chance to find somebody that can at least get you to 6-6? So, like Trev said, we have to be competitive in games, right? So, is it the loss in competitive in games, or is it the loss of the sellout streak that finally does frost? You know, fuck the, fuck the sellout streak, you know. I just want to get back. It's, go ahead. It's just who you're losing to, to me. And, and how, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Can we can now? This sounds like a moral victory, but the team that played that the Michigan, the Michigan State, and, and those guys, the Oklahoma, can we even get back to that? I just don't. I don't get it. I mean, that team was a different mindset. I mean, it really was. So what changed? Unless those changed? unless those top what? ten teams were were not who everybody thought they were. What changed between Michigan State and Minnesota? What changed? Coaching got soft on him. Well, no, we okay. It was Michigan then Minnesota, but okay. What did change? That that's a valid question because we should have beat Minnesota or uh, did 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 they did it change from Michigan to Minnesota to Purdue and that they went back to that? Oh, it's Minnesota. We should beat them. No, it was Michigan, the Michigan State, the Minnesota. But still, no. Did it go? Did it it was go? Michigan State and Michigan. Yes, and Michigan. No. Michigan State was first. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Want to bet? Are we going to wager? Yeah, let's bet. Are you looking right now before you fucking say let's bet? No, my hands are no. in my pockets right now. Okay, so I'm going from, off of I'm going off of me being in North Dakota. We played, watching the we Michigan played, game. we played Michigan we actually, State and then Michigan. Okay, okay. actually it went no, it actually went Michigan State, then Northwestern, then Michigan, then Minnesota. Looking at it right now. Well, I'm glad I didn't bet. Huh. Okay. Anyways. What happened in between there? What fucking happened? I think they got. I think the team and maybe the coaching staff got a little fool themselves. I really do. Oh, I just. I don't know, man. I think it's all on the coaching. And it starts I do with too. it starts with the head guy. Not gonna disagree. Not gonna disagree. As much as I would like to disagree, just to disagree, I will not disagree. Huh. <laughs> I just soaked that in for a minute. There's a lot of disagrees in there. <laughs> uh, okay. 
So <laughs> yeah, so that's exactly how the season is right now. That's where we're at. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So, guys... so Jaden, you're going Saturday? No, oh. I'm going Sunday to the pack. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Because I was gonna say, I was gonna, I was gonna guess what the over under was, like the, the amount of quarters that you're gonna stick around. So no, no, I'm not going to that one. Yeah, I, I prefer did. to go to. I prefer to go to ones I feel we can win. Well, and the the pro game's a different experience too. Uh, I went and watched the Eagles play the the Chiefs in 2017, and I'd been there before, so I knew what to expect. But every time I go there, man, you just walk into that freaking parking lot. It just smells so good. Well, the all Chiefs, that barbecue the and oh, just, the yeah, the tailgate and the Chiefs game is. You you're not gonna find nothing better, even over in Nebraska. I oh, mean, that is top notch. I just like my the, buddy, being in the ahead. stadium too. Say that. Say that again, now. I just like being in the stadium too, like individualized yeah. seats and every every row you get up and out of has a fucking concession stand and a pisser and like. Oh, so we my, went to Joe Rogan. Uh, at Pinnacle. Yeah, how, I was gonna. How did that go? Was that? Yeah, I was did good. it take forever to get a fucking beer or what? Yeah, it did. But here's the kicker that really pissed me off: the whole fucking half of the state, half of the fucking arena, was all women's bathrooms. Dude, I walked mm-hmm. past four separate women's bathrooms before I could find a men's. So you know how Pinnacle is, right? So well, so so what could typically be a men's bathroom was changed to a woman's bathroom. I'm not don't know that, but what I'm saying is, it's like the men's bathroom were only on the ends, were like um behind the hoops would be, and like yeah. all the sideline upstairs was all women's. That's weird. Yeah, I had to walk basically across the fucking arena just to take a piss. I would have I would have pissed in a trash can, dude. Well, you know, things were done. So <laughs> So so was he in the middle of the basketball court? Yeah. Like, and then so everybody was sitting around him or yeah, they was he on one seat. end of the no nope, right in the middle and they had floor seating around him and then the uh regular seating too. So he performed in the round. Did he like work the crowd in 360 degrees? Yeah, it was a square stage, but yeah. That's, you know, I, I love Rogan and, you know, I just, he, he's, the shit that he does and he puts up with is, it's incredible. Uh, and I, I kind of wish I would have went, too. but Tony the way my job great. is, by the time I got off work, I couldn't have made it. Well, I had to, yeah, I had to take a half day, but yeah, Tony Hinchcliffe opened and he was fantastic. Um, and then Eric was telling me some gal opened before that. Yeah, what she was, was really name? funny. I can't remember her name, but she was really funny, too. That's what he said. I mean, I would think anybody that performed with Rogan would be top-notch. So. Yeah, he's not going to bring scrubs with him. No, no. I went and saw, uh, went to the Funny Bone. The whole time I lived in Omaha, which wasn't very long, I saw Ari Shafir, which was good. I mean, you got you have to like him to get him. Sure. But, yeah. And then uh, was it Uncle Joey and then Dean Delray? So that would be I, nice. That sucked. Is I wished I would have went to more shows, but I mean, it, yeah, that's cool. Bert Kreischer, I I want to go see someday, but oh, we'll that'd be awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think he comes to 
the funny bone once in a while, doesn't he, or not? Yeah, I don't know. I got to see Tom Segura there. Uh, oh, yeah. Year, you dude. saw him? Yeah, Tom's, Tom's my dude. He's my favorite. I like Tom. He's he's fucking... Uh, what was it? The other day I was listening to... Uh, was it Ro- the Rogan and Burt Kreischer podcast? Like, two episodes. Like, it's like five hours split in half. Yeah. And uh, uh, Burt talked about... He'd come down to Austin to hang out with Tom and Christina... And uh, Tom and Christina's oldest son said, Uncle Bert, I got you a glass of water. And Bert was getting ready to drink it. And Tom, like, flipped out. He goes, did you get that from the fucking toilet? Bert, don't drink that. That's fucking toilet water. Like, the kid tried to get him. The kid's, like, four or five, tried to get Bert to drink toilet water. <laughs> but think about those kids growing up with those two for parents. I mean, right. <laughs> well, that'd be fun. <laughs> You might have the secret to the fucking uh, antivirus. Just drink toilet water. There you go. But, no, it, yeah, it was a good time. I'd gladly do it well, again. Did you go down there with the So What's New crew? No, me and my wife went on our own. Ah, uh, you want to get some bounce? Ba- wow, wow, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, Prego's <laughs> really fucking was hyperactive Hey, night. hey. There's a whole fucking world out there devoted to that. I don't know. I'm not saying that I am. I'm just saying it's out there. She can barely walk. (laughs) She's ready to pop any day. So, speaking of which. Number two will be here before you know it, right? Yeah. um, I don't know if Sean was really sick or if he's just sick of podcasting about the Huskers. I guess we'll find out tomorrow on PNF. Yeah, he'll probably be all fucking He'll be, be all fucking rainbow, rainbows yeah. and fucking lollipops. Right. Um, oh. But anyways, if she comes next week or something, you guys will you guys will have to figure something out and start start finishing the season off. So. Well, if you if you guys need me anytime, I've appreciated this. Uh, you know, this gives me a, an excuse to drink Tito's and not feel totally alcoholic during the week. So. Uh, <laughs> You know, and I know we're all we're all fans. We're all it's we're all tired, right? I mean, it's just exhausted. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and ho- hopefully, takes, when you have it takes a lot out of you. Hopefully, when this new baby's born, it'll be it'll usher in a new era, uh, T Bird. So, uh, you know, I was really your baby's a good luck charm. Yeah, I was really hoping well, that would work with with me and Jaden's kid with Frost, but um. Hopefully, hopefully this new one will do it. See, every year, every year I had a, a, a baby, we had a new coaching change. Oh shit! Yeah, it's kind of weird how that worked out. Well, you know, now you're close, so, so maybe I we'll figured, stop having new coaches. I figured, okay, because I got fixed, and I'm like, okay, this is the last one for a long time. No, I, I, I don't feel <laughs> so safe anymore. Well, I'm getting. <laughs> I've got my consultation here in December for my clipping, so maybe well, you might. We'll see. Maybe this will be the baby to get us over the edge. Well, all I know is my son when he was born, we split Willow, Michigan. So that's all I'm saying. So you need to have another one. How were we in 2000? We weren't very good that year, were we? 2000? No, we were 11 and two. Oh shit! See, there we go. My kids were born in an era of at least 10, 11 wins, so. So you need to have another kid. 
Well, if my wife gets pregnant now, either she has explaining to do or my doctor does. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that in the best way. <laughs> they can reverse them. Just go get it done. I heard that shit fucking hurts worse than the first thing. I don't. Yeah, I oh. don't know. No, they, they have to put you down for that. Well, I got to tell you the story of when I got my nuts snipped, okay? I go in there, you know, you got to be in there this time. And they give me like a Valium beforehand to, to relax. And I get in there and I'm kind of nervous. But I'm like, well, <clears throat> my wife did her due diligence with having the boys and put her body through that pain. And the least I can do is, you know, get fixed, you know. So I'm laying there, and the doctor's not showing up. And I'm laying there, and he's not showing up. And I start hearing the nurses talking about it out in the, in the like lobby or whatever where where they congregate. And they're like, I can't believe he's not here. He got up here. This poor guy's been laying there forever. Blah blah blah. And then I heard some guy goes, Oh, he just called. He's on the eighth tee. <laughs> in the eighth tee box, he's fucking golfing when he's supposed to be there, fucking doing the fucking job, right? So he shows up, and and, and matter of fact, this Nebraska went seven and seven because we talked to he, in the middle of him giving me the fucking shot, which burned like a motherfucker, right? Might have been the worst part of the whole deal. He goes, so he goes, how about the Huskers? In the middle of it, started talking about football. And I said, well, I go, seven and seven is not good. I go, I hope you're better than them because I don't want you to fumble or drop the ball. And he fucking started laughing so hard. When he think, was literally sniffing my ball. You think he'd had a few? <laughs> he could have. If he was golfing, I'm sure. Yeah. Where's the, where did they, like, where did they give you the shot? Oh, you know, okay. A little bit graphic here. Grab your nutsack. Feel that little cord hanging up in there, right? Right in that fucking cord. Uh, right in the fucking basketball uh, order it's called. Jake, Honestly, you... I don't even remember getting a shot. I, because uh, I just got it done, what? Three years ago. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say last night. <laughs> no, and uh, I didn't get a shot. I think I just they gave me uh, they gave me a pill to take thirty minutes before. That's probably Valium was, right there. Value, yeah, it was Valium. I mean, I was loopy as shit, man. And, yeah. Um, all I remember is I was talking to him for about ten minutes, and before you know it, I was done. Didn't feel a thing. Really? So that's that's like me, Jade, and I go, so that was it? I go, that's all it was? He goes, yeah, he goes, but this weekend, he goes, he goes you tell your wife it was the worst thing ever, and he goes, you milk it for all it's worth. I'm like, I will. <laughs> so where did they, where did they like, cut you open? In the, in the sack, I think. I mean, when he pulled out the little, uh, one of those things called the force, the little rose clip things that we used to use, uh, you know, like the little scissor-looking things for us. Yeah. back in the day but he, he held up the little deal and it looked like a, a tiny little piece of macaroni it would, like freaked me out so <laughs> so this is this is the kind of talk your your listeners are dying to hear hold on a second it's it's the oh. best it's 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 what you can do for your for your wife so sorry <laughs> put yourself through hell for you we so. lost Jaden for a minute he's back Jaden do you remember where they like Go in and cut you or whatever, where the incision is. Yeah, they cut you in your ball sack, dude. Yeah, uh, I had some. I remember stitches. Yep. And they itch like a motherfucker. Mine actually ended up getting infected. 
Oh my god. Okay. I don't want to talk about your effective balls. That did not feel great. I'm not going to lie. Oh my god. I'm not going to lie either. They cut four inches off my penis and I still had 12 inches left, but goddamn, it was scary. Wow. Because they're laughing at that. Come on. I I think we found the found the end here, guys. Literally. You'll be all right. Wait, is she'll she be fine. Is she getting a C-section? I don't know. This one. She weird. shouldn't if you're doing this part. I was about to say, if she gets a C-section, just get her closed off. Yeah, wow. I don't know. It's this one's weird. Um, just because uh, it'll probably be early. It won't be natural. So I don't know. It all depends. You know, the measurements are weird right now. It's it's kind of I don't know. It's kind of weird and up in the air. So we'll find out eventually. No, but really, it's the least you can do for your for your wife. Oh, I'm I'm okay with yeah. it. You know, I kind of thought it was it's... one of those things you went under for. I didn't no, think I I'd did. be awake. Uh, for it. I did. No, I didn't either. I think it was they called it a low four or whatever. Don't 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 sign off, fellas. I'm going to take a leak. I'll be right back. I won't say goodbye. Is that cool? Yeah. yeah. Right on. I'll be right back for more ball talk. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's really not that bad. I was only out for, I'm pretty sure I got it done in one day, or it was on a Friday because yeah. they 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 schedule, they schedule it for you to do it on a Friday because yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, um, but I was the very next day. I, I mean, it sucked, but it wasn't that bad. So you'll be all right. Yeah, I'm not too worried about it. I just. I thought that I would get some quick insight here without it going down that dark of a road, but <laughs> either way, now I know. So yeah, now you know. So so uh, did you get cut since I've been gone? I have not. I still haven't had my consultation. That's in December. Oh, you haven't even done that part. No. Oh, because you have to come in. For that, yeah. to determine yeah. if you're serious about it, and then after that, then you have to come in and do it. So you're gonna have to have two different appointments. I'll probably do it over Christmas. Oh, ho, ho, ho. That's, the, that's the time to do it. But yeah. what I found weird was when I went in. You know, I always thought you had to have your wife's permission. No. Right. No. No. Not at all. It's your body. It's your choice. Yeah, right? Why would you yeah. need your wife's permission? So I could have went in, married, and all that, and they wouldn't even. They didn't even ask. If, hmm. You know, I was married or anything. They just said, "Here you go. You're done." Maybe you just have them give you the COVID vaccine in your nuts, and that'll just take care of everything. <laughs> <laughs> this is back in 2018. <laughs> not a bad idea. There you go. <laughs> You'll get better reception with the 5G fucking chip in there. <laughs> interesting well let me know you know if, if, if you guys need any uh, other stupid people to talk because I can do it again anytime I know if Sean's uh, too busy with softball or whatever <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah we'll no see. but he does he does a great job I mean I'm sure it's not easy to I mean I coach kids when they were little He he sounds like they're pretty serious, so I wouldn't be able to do it. No, especially girls. No offense yeah, to girls, but just try to. They, get, they you can't have the same man. mentality with girls as you do with boys. I don't think. 
of coaching. So well, no, you can't you can't yell at them like you do no boys because they'll take it too personal. I coached uh, my boys in all these different sports. One of my favorite years was uh, Crusader League football. So it was like probably fifth grade, sixth grade tackle league over at Central Catholic in Grand Island. And uh, I would be, I had like a clipboard and I had a hat, like a hat or a visor and I'd be chewing gum and I would just be losing my shit in the middle of the games, like flailing my arms just like a madman and tossed my clipboard on the ground. And, and my wife hated it. She's like, you're fucking, you look like an idiot out there doing this. And, that. and I'm like, you don't get it. I mean, you got to get on kids' ass, like boys in particular, when it's football. So uh, after one of these games, uh, there was this kid playing defensive end, and he kept jumping off sides. And after the third time, I pulled his ass off off the field, like just chewing his ass off, throwing, throwing my hat on the ground. Get your ass over here. I bring him over, and I'm like, dude, you got to stop jumping off sides. Watch the ball. Don't listen. This, this, and that. Pat him on the ass. Send him back into the game, okay? So after the game, his old man comes up to me. He goes, hey, I need to talk to you. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, what's going on? He tells me who he was. He goes, my son. I saw you take him over to the sideline. I thought he was going to light into me. Well, he thanked me. He goes, I saw what he did. I saw what you did. Brought him off to the sidelines. Put your arm around him. Swatted him on the ass. Put him back in. Give him the shot. Come to find out, this guy was the current, uh, or at the time, he was the Wood River uh, head football coach here in Nebraska. And that made me feel good because it was like, you know, I wasn't yelling at him to right. yell at him. Right. I was coaching him up, and that's the way I was coached. So I don't know if you can do that in youth league soccer, Tiber, but you might be able to. No, it's kind of frowned upon when you pat toddlers on the ass. No, well, that's frowned upon in this society right now, regardless of what sport. Bunch of goddamn babies. That's what my coach used to say. I mean, yep. That's, you know, that's different. It's unfortunate. It's really unfortunate. If you don't let your your kids fall down, how are they going to learn to get the fuck back up? In toddler soccer, you're just hoping they stay on the field. (laughs) I forgot. (laughs) I forgot it was toddler soccer. Forgive me. Yeah. You just just hope they stay on the field and don't get distracted by fucking butterflies. Yeah, but when they get to be six or seven, when they know better, I mean, why can't? I mean, it's at the point where now you, it's a partition patient or participation trophy for every. Yeah, it's a fucking, fucking sport. Yeah, I hate it. I I'm old. I'm it. old. I'm old in my thinking, but that's fucking bullshit. What's the fucking point? No, I'll throw my kid's participation trophy for last place right in the fucking garbage right in front of him. And if you and if you know anything about kids, I mean, we 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 had some of that participation things too, and we weren't keeping score. But I goddamn guarantee you, every kid on each team was keeping score. And there's a reason because they wanted to know. I hope so. But they wanted not. Yeah, on their own they were. And I encouraged them. I'm like, yeah, keep it up. I don't, rem- I don't remember getting a participation trophy ever. We never oh, got one. No, no, I don't even think there was one. No. I mean, T, you got a participation trophy for when we won, you know, baseball championship game just for you showing up. But <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. I mean, I went out and played, so some... though. What? <laughs> I mean, I yeah, I went out and played. I at least batted. Right. I at right. least you, batted okay. somewhat you, you, decent. You you were there. 
I wouldn't say batting. Playing. Batting was decent. Fielding was sus to say the least, but batting was there. So you, so what you're saying is you you participated. <laughs> you know what, guys? I think we're. Done. That's why I said he got to participate <laughs> just for be, just for be, just for showing up. You know what, you're the best. The last place team didn't get one, so. Fuck those guys. Yeah. Anyways. um, Yeah, I think I'm done here. I think we're all, I think we've been done for a while, but I've, I've, like I said, I've appreciated this evening. Were we done when we started talking about vasectomies? I think, I think Uh, that's probably. Probably. Okay. All right. Well, I guess on that note, we'll start to wrap this hog up. Um, fellas, good balls cut. You need advice? You know who to call. Hit us up. Um, oh, oh, oh! One thing: make sure you have a couple bags of frozen peas to put on your sack because you're gonna need them. Does it have to be peas? Well, anything like it just has to be something frozen. It's got to be something frozen, but it can't be like a frozen slab of beef. It's got to be something that can like form around things. Okay. So to speak. Yeah. So I could have a mixed vegetable medley. And then, then when you thaw them out, you throw them on some potatoes. You're good to go. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> All right. So go big red. Go big red, dudes. All right. So go uh, if you're in Lincoln area, go check out Cobb Mob Q. If you like listening to podcasts, listen to ours, obviously, and then listen to Personal Foul. So what's new? Fuck that guy podcast. Um, Big Red Revival. Love those guys, but I haven't seen them put one out. They must have finally been done with the Huskers. So I'll have to reach out to those guys, see what's going on with that. Uh, uh, hey, our friend Meg has Poppin' Kernels. That's a good one. Poppin' Kernels is a good one. Good call. Uh, yep. Yep. So, yeah, I guess on that note, um, I guess as the weeks go by, we'll find out what the state of Nebraska football is going to be. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we don't get killed this weekend. Um, we probably will, but you never know, I guess. So, uh, on that note, go Big Red. Go Big go Red. Big red. Later, fellas. <laughs>